Greenlight is the debit card and app for kids and teens. Now with investing. Investing is key to building long-term wealth. And with Greenlight, your kids can learn to invest at any age. They research stocks to buy, invest as little as $1, and you approve every trade. Track progress over time and learn about the world of investing together. Ready to invest in your kids' futures? Visit greenlightcard.com today for your free month trial. It's 8 a.m. and you're listening to KIOF-LP, 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience, in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Police in India have shot dead four men who were arrested as suspects in the rape and murder of a 27-year-old doctor. The death of the rape suspects has been welcomed by the victim's family, but many citizens have warned against police not following the rule of law. Sriyoshi Mukherjee reports. The police in the state of Telangana say that they were forced to shoot the men in the early hours of Friday local time when they tried to make an escape. The police had taken the four suspects to the scene of the crime in a bid to reconstruct the rape and murder of the 27-year-old victim. Many have questioned the police's actions since the four men had not been convicted for the crime. The parents of the victim have welcomed the death of the men saying that their daughter has finally been given justice. Many politicians and citizens have also applauded the police's actions. The Nobel Peace Prize Committee says it's concerned the winner of the prize, Ethiopian Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed, says he won't speak to the media. Mr Ahmed's office says he has a tight schedule and will not attend some private media events. He travels to Oslo next week to receive his award, as Coletta Wanjohi reports from Addis Ababa. The Nobel Institute and Nobel Committee says it finds Ethiopia's Prime Minister's refusal to respond to media highly problematic. It says this is against the notion of free and independent media. The office of Premier Abiy Ahmed says when he arrives in Oslo to receive his Nobel Peace Prize, he will not attend any event where the media or even children were due to ask him questions. Some experts say he may be avoiding scrutiny on issues related to the ethnic tension and violence witnessed in his country since he assumed power in April 2018. Abiy Ahmed was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in recognition of his efforts to break a stalemate between Ethiopia and Eritreans efforts to assist Sudan find peace, as well as intention to assist Kenya and Somalia mediate in their maritime row. German Chancellor Angela Merkel's made her first visit to the Auschwitz Nazi death camp while in office. It comes ahead of the 75th anniversary of Auschwitz's liberation, but at a time when Germany is seeing a rise in anti-Semitic incidents. France is paralysed for a second day as rail and metro workers vote to extend a strike over pensions until at least Monday. More than 800,000 people took to the streets on Thursday, making it the biggest strike since 1995. Elena Cassas reports from Paris. 90% of trains in France are cancelled for a second day on Friday, along with most Paris metro services, forcing commuters to cycle, walk or use car-sharing apps if they want to get to work. Most had anticipated the disruption and stayed at home, leaving usually packed stations empty. 
The strike has brought together workers from train drivers to nurses and teachers, all concerned government plans to create a universal pension system will lead to them losing out. President Macron says he's determined to push forward. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, an interview with the United Nations Special Envoy to the world's oceans. Yes, there is one, appointed just a few weeks ago by UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez. His name is Ambassador Peter Thompson. He comes from Fiji, and as you might expect, he is deeply worried about the health of the world's oceans and the impact of human behaviours on them. If we continue on our current course, a million species are about to go extinct. So uh, what does that mean for planet Earth? What does that mean for us when we lose that vast amount of biodiversity? That's what uh, life is really based on, and a healthy human life is based on, the fact that we have such a diversity of life on planet Earth. So uh, it's tragic that uh, we have got to this state of affairs, and obviously we have to turn it around as quickly as we can. People estimate we've got about 10 years to do that. That is a sobering assessment. In his new role, Ambassador Thompson says he wants to galvanise global efforts to improve the health of the world's oceans. He says the impacts of pollution, the dumping of plastics and overfishing are relatively easy problems that humans could solve in a bid to save species, buttress biodiversity and preserve the vital role that oceans play in the health of planet Earth. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute -minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. Ollie Barrett reporting. Magic FM, Las Vegas, where stars are made and played. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The sports angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Welcome to the Sports Angle, live every morning on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org. And now, your host of the Sports Angle and the SportsAngle.com, Rocco Kelly. Welcome to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Did I really come out of retirement for this? If you could read the words, if you can, you know, if you can, you know, read people's lips. Cowboys tight end Jason Witten. He was livid. And he was frustrated 
after their recent performance against the Chicago Bears. Now, for the record, I'm a Chicago Bears fan, so I was extremely happy with the outcome of their recent game. However, tight end Jason Witten, who missed a year to be a broadcaster for a four-letter network, was there for one year and then went back to the Cowboys for his 16th season in the league. He decides that he's going to repay Jerry Jones and he is going to be their tight end for the 2019 season. Well, after them now being a game below 500 and still winning the division, by the way, it's being a witch. Uh, Soder, here's a, here's, a, here's a great question. If a team finishes the season at 7-9, and nine, but they win the division, should they still be allowed to make the playoffs? I think that's a great My question. My goodness. I, I'm not sure that whole division. I think the whole division should be voted off the island. If if that's the if that's the best team that you can that you can come up with at the end of the season is a seven and nine division division leader, I don't think anybody they should probably sit a couple years out. The NFC East is absolutely atrocious this year. The Redskins are tanking, the Giants are tanking, the Eagles are whatever the Eagles are. So then you got the Cowboys at six and seven. And now, look, we've had losing teams make the playoffs before. The Seahawks, from about a decade ago, comes to mind. Comes to mind. But I think it should be a universal rule that if you finish the season below five hundred and you win your division, that spot should be given up to whoever was the first team out of the wild card hunt. I mean, would that be a great rule, Sodar? Like, let's just say the Rams or the Bears were like the first team out. They go nine and seven, or they go ten and six. Why should they not be in the playoffs when a seven and nine team makes it? And then it's all basing on the fact that the Cowboys lose two of their next three. That is my whole argument. I'm saying, but I just think it's a legit argument. The Rams or the Bears are 9-7 and seven or 10-6, and six and they missed the playoffs, they should be allowed in because the Cowboys went 7-9. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but let me play devil's advocate a little bit um, because this is the exact opposite of what we want the NCAA to do. This is the problem, is... We're taking away a division who earns a seat and everything else. The Cowboys, yeah, granted, even if they lose the next two, are still going to be the top of the division. They earned the top of the division. So they do deserve well, to be in there. Yeah, by default, that's, that's true. But it's still, you can't cut a division out. It's like, like saying, okay, well... Nobody in the SEC made it uh, very well, but we're not going to pick anybody there for the uh, college playoffs. So this is the exact opposite of what we want for the college playoffs. We want everybody. We want the six seeds or the the five seeds, and then the uh, the sixth for the wild card is what we keep going on about. But that's the issue: is you're going to have a better team that didn't make it, but. 
they played within each other. That's the whole point of having divisions. Well, then let me counter your devil's advocate, which, you know, we'll find a name for it later. But how about this? In college football, you have 10 to 12 teams at each Power 5 conference. So the odds of a horrible Power 5 school winning the championship game and representing them is slim to none. Okay, you're going to have a ranked team, especially in the Power 5. ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, and SEC. The odds of all five being ranked is around 95% because of how many teams are represented in all of them. I mean, I mean, if I remember correctly, there is about 54 schools just in those Power Five. Whereas in the divisions in the NFL, there is four per division. So you got 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, 32. Simple mathematics. The problem is that the NFC East, you got two teams who are tanking for Chase Young. They're tanking to get a great offensive lineman, maybe Andrew Thomas from Georgia. One of those guys. You're tanking your season So two of your four are already out. And then you have the Eagles, who are literally the definition of mediocrity. Because I swear they cannot get the job done this season. Like, every time there should be an easy win on the schedule, they somehow go, oh, we're supposed to win this? Put your feet up on the desk just like, nah, nah, we're going to give them this. Like, it seems like that's what the Eagles have been doing this season. But back to the Cowboys. But back to the Cowboys. Now, I'm not going to make this, you know, bash Cowboys all day, but I just wanted to very quickly talk about how a 7-9 team can make the playoffs and a 9-7 and a 10-6 team would be out. That just doesn't seem right to me. It, it doesn't sit F- right. No, I get it. It doesn't sit right with, with me either, but – but those are the rules to make sure that all divisions are represented. That's that's the biggest issue. Because then if you start playing this thing of who has the best record, now you're not playing now there's what's the weight of the division anymore? Why even have divisions if it's just going to be whoever has the best record in the season? So that's that's what makes the division games more weighted. So and it just turns out the Cowboys are just terrible at um, sandbagging. Sorry, should should have been better, I guess. Right. Well, the situation that I'm trying to bring up with Jason Witten. Now back to what my original point was before we go to break is that Jason Witten is frustrated and he's upset that he came back just for the Cowboys to be mediocrity. All right, this is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we will be back after this. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com. 
So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny? Las Vegas is number one. All public radio. Magic. Magic. 97.9. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff on the next Seems Like Old Times. It's our annual Christmas comedy show. Oh, we've got tons of novelty holiday records that are silly, crazy, wacky, and a little bit off kilter too. So drop by and have a laugh or two as we listen to the Christmas memories on the next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Welcome back to the Sports Angle on KIOF 97.9, Las Vegas Public Radio.org. Follow the show at the Sports Angle. Find us online, thesportsangle.com. And now, here's your host of the Sports Angle on Amp.TV, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. It's getting to that point in the season where waiver claims are becoming very important. You're making your last-minute trades. A trade deadline was not instant instituted. You know, if 
I mean, there's some leagues that are like that where there's no trade deadline. You can make trades all the way until the last week of the season. So, since it is Friday, and it is Fantasy Football Friday, now injuries is one of the most important aspects of fantasy football. More importantly, fantasy anything. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey. But for rule of thumb, let's just focus on football. Now, Sonar, let's just say that your team is riddled with injuries and you're heading into the playoffs. You have a lot of questionables, some doubtfuls on that roster. What do you decide to do? Do you roll the dice and go, you know what, I'm going to stay with my team. They've led me to the playoffs. I'm going to keep them from where they're at. Or do you make the bold statement and do you go all out and make about 10 dozen waiver claims and pray that they get you to it to the next round? Well, and that's the other thing, too, with waiver claims is you may not be the only one going after that guy. So if you made it to the playoffs and maybe you did it with a hot streak, maybe you won your last four games, you are on the bottom of the list for waivers. So if anybody does come in before you, maybe somebody lost the game right before they got into the championship. Now you're you're fighting against them, and hopefully they're not doing it. So it, it's one of those things that you have to check almost daily. And there are some people that check hourly on the status of some of their players to make sure that you have a spot to fill. Because your bench, I'm sure, is riddled with all of your superstars that are hurt and you don't want to get rid of them because the next week they're going to be right back in the saddle. Oh, it's the that's the biggest situation is that you have four options you can really make when it comes to fantasy football and injuries. One, you can dump them all and pray that nobody else in your fantasy football league picks them up within the next two weeks when they eventually become healthy. The odds of that is slim to none, especially if you release or you put a, or you drop a player that is like 80% or higher. If you do that, the odds of them being there eventually when they get healthy is so slim. It's not even funny. The second option is you keep them on your roster you put them on your bench, and you wait for them to recover. The big fault of that, though, is that let's just say that you have three running backs who are injured, and you have four running back spots like that you can have. So you have two starting running backs, and you have two on your bench. Then what do you do in that situation? Do you put the running back that is most likely to start and have him be your second running back and hope that he plays? Or do you just do what some people do and put in your top running back in terms of overall, in terms of ranking? You have them be your second running back just in case they get a play him. Like, what do you do in that situation? Like, because I feel like if you have multiple players at a certain position and three of the four are injured and you have to start one of them regardless – but you don't want to give them up. You don't want to put them on waivers. You don't want to risk the chance of somebody lower than you grabbing them. 
How do you fix that situation? Well, I'm in one of those lucky leagues, like I'm sure most people are, where you've got two running back slots and then a flex. So I get to play three running backs if I need to. So what I try to do is my backups for anybody who is questionable, I try to keep them for my flex. And I try to match the same thing. So if I've got in that situation, I've got a running back, uh, Bell. Bell usually is questionable. Now, granted, he usually plays, et cetera, et cetera. But um, what I try to do is stack the deck on my side with running backs. So in all in all, I probably have five running backs in my team. Five, yeah, I would say five running backs because I can play three of them, and if two of them are injured, I can bench them. So that's how I look at it. And if it turns out that I don't have enough running backs, I usually keep a flex wide receiver on my bench too. Um, just somebody to, to throw in there. Because we all know in these larger leagues, you can't throw a tight end in that flex. In that flex because that, that guy is essentially just a jobber. So what I try to do is I keep three uh, wide receivers on. If I need to replace one, I'll replace one. But I'll usually keep anywhere from four to five running backs just because uh, my running back is usually the one who is uh, questionable. Well, we're opposite in terms of position, but we have a similar strategy. I have five wide receivers on my team. Granted, you only need two. I mean, you have the flex, so you can add another one if you have to. But for the rule of thumb, you got two wide receiver slots. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people ask me, why do I have five wide receivers? Why do I tend to hoard Magic. wide receiver positions on my team? Now, what do you have to understand is that the reason I do it is because if one of my top wide receivers gets injured, I can replace him, bring somebody from my bench. Personally, I have Debo Samuel from the 49ers. I got Kenny Steele from the Texans. Two reliable wide receivers that are in the like lower 20% ownership tier that I can keep on my bench and it's not going to hurt me, but I can put them in if somebody gets injured and I know I'm going to get you know, three, four, five points if I have to have them. It's similar to that strategy, right? Where you yeah. where you keep somebody who's reliable on your bench, but you kind of hoard it. Like you don't want to let them go just just in case somebody above them gets injured. No, I absolutely understand you. Um, that's why I keep um, uh, Murray from New Orleans on my on my backup. He's, oh, it's Havius Murray. Yeah, yeah, he's just he is just my essentially I got to put somebody in in this position. Even if all of my running backs and all of my flexes are all beat up, this guy always plays. And you're going to get decent numbers out of him. I'm not saying he's the the number 1 running back out there, but what I'm saying is it, you have to have those core people that you can plug into those spots to make sure that you have somebody as a backup. Right. And, it's, and it says we're here on the chat on AMP TV, double A-M-P dot TV. I mean, look, Vegas, Mike, I mean, you're talking about speaking of running backs, the Raiders got a winner from Alabama. Well, at fantasy football, you would absolutely agree. Josh Jacobs has been a good running back. And if you were one of the lucky few 
that drafted him late or picked him up on waivers early in the season before he really became a good running back this season, you got a deal. And I mean, is there anybody on your roster, Sonora, that did that, that you can look at them and go, I am so thankful that I got them late in the draft or in week one or week two of the season, you picked them up on waivers and they basically just took over your entire team. Anybody similar to that? Uh, not really. Not not so much. Um, I do have Darnold from the Jets um, as my backup quarterback. So Same here. So I try to keep – because he's a great backup. He, he's good for at least – for me, for a good 25 points. So I try to keep him there as my backup in case my, my primary goes down. And I've got uh, Watson as my primary. So there are some times when, when – because I like to play the bye weeks too. I don't, I don't like to match up my bye weeks. Oh, yeah, that's understandable. There's some people who do that. And, like, for example, to me, it was the 49ers defense. Like, late in October, they were still on the waiver claim. This is before the 49ers defense became, like, one of the top two in fantasy football. So I was so lucky that early on in the season I picked them up on the waiver claim. I don't remember who I dropped as my original defense, but I picked up the 49ers, and now I mean they have won me some of my fantasy football games this year just simply because of how dominant the 49ers defense has been at certain points this season. So, I mean, waiver claims, uh, 49ers have definitely benefited me. And, and with Vegas Mike, I'm assuming Josh Jacobs, is the same way with you as well. Which, you know, great question. I mean, Josh Jacobs is good. Yeah, and Sam Yardle, I have him as my backup QB as well. Yeah. So every once in a while, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, on a bye week, or if he's projected to be doing horrible, I have that option of Sam Yardle in my back pocket that I can use. Now, this was Fantasy Football Friday, and this is the Sports Angle. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price.
you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really f- Las Vegas's first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean from The Paul and Dean Show. Listen to The Paul and Dean Show live. Every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio. Broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clemens, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff from The Next Seems Like Old Times. It's our annual Christmas comedy show. Uh, we've got tons of novelty holiday records that are silly, crazy, wacky, and a little bit off-kilter too. So drop by and have a laugh or two as we listen to the Christmas memories on The Next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Welcome back to the Sports Angle on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org. You can find more information about the Sports Angle on Facebook, Facebook slash The Sports Angle Radio. And now, here's your host of the Sports Angle, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Look, the Giants quarterback change does not matter at this point. Okay? If it's Eli Manning or if it's Daniel Jones, the Giants are tanking. They're trying to get the top two draft picks. They can get Chase Young, and they can 
rejuvenize their defense. So the QB change for the Giants, not that big of a, you know, topic for this morning. But, hey, thanks for being on the chat on AMTV. Now, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers, they went to Utah and they played a game against the Jazz. And, oh, man, this guy caused some mischief. Not once, but twice late in the game. The first thing he did was that LeBron James, the king, the man himself, decided to take 5,000 steps down the court, uh, holding the ball in his hand. And then he went and got some popcorn, went and got a 32-ounce soda, got one of those beer caps, he was just having a great time going down the ball. Oh, and traveling at the same time, of course. And the referees are just sitting there going, but I see nothing wrong with this situation. But you got the Utah Jazz players essentially going to the refs like, are you going to do something about this? And the refs are just all nonchalant, just like, like, wait, wait, what? what, what? Well, I don't see anything wrong. It's like they had uh, drunk goggles on, like, uh, what? And one of those, uh, what are those called, Sonar, where, where like, you put them over your eyes when you're sleeping? I think it's, like, eye. Like a sleep mask? I, yeah, a sleep mask. That's practically like, a swear, blindfold. Yeah. Like, I swear when referees have LeBron James on the court, that's essentially what they do. They're just like, oh, wait, what? What? No, I, I didn't see anything. I mean, I, I understand my analogy isn't really what happened, but it, it's essentially, in metaphor terms, what happened with the Lakers and the Jazz? LeBron James literally just was going down the court, barely made the uh, front court violation, and more importantly, it felt like he took about a thousand steps. It was only like a couple in actuality, but he's just traveling. He's not even moving his. You know, he's not even like you know hold. He's not even moving the ball. He just put it in his arm and was just like, "All right, I'm walking down. Not even gonna." I'm not even going to have the ball hit the ground. I mean, I think we very, very briefly talked about this, but could you imagine, by the way, with that metaphor I just used, could you imagine NBA players showing up with a beer cap on? Yeah. And you have, like, you know, the two straws, and you just see him just, you know, move, he had the ball in his hand, and he's just, you know, drinking at the exact same time. I mean, I think that would just be a great uh, product placement for whoever uh, beer company wants to take advantage of that. Well, that's the problem when you're the golden boy of the NBA is everybody just looks the other way. And I'll tell you what, man, I'd be pretty great, too, if I was allowed to do whatever I wanted to on the court. I'd be the greatest of all time, too, if I was able to just, I don't know, pick up the ball, have a ladder. I mean, uh, uh just turn around like he's playing like he's a gd harlem globetrotter right he's playing essentially what every kid used to do on those old nba games and you know what i'm talking about for anybody who has played the old nba lives the old nba 2ks where essentially you would put your player on max speed and then you would basically just run around everybody over and over and over again. You wouldn't even shoot the ball because you would turn shot clocks off. But you would just run around everybody because there was nobody that could that could catch your speed. 
Oh, exactly. Like, you remember doing that? Doing that as a kid, just oh, yeah. like seeing how long you could hold the ball without without getting caught. Exactly. I think that's what he's doing. He's got to be pushing, uh, like like we said, pushing to the limit. He, he's taking it all the way there, and because he's the golden boy of the NBA, the only one everybody talks about. Because I mean, you go to anybody who 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 even knows nothing about sports and you say hey nba they go oh lebron james plays that right it's it's one of those things that that he's the only one that everyone talks about so the nba is is powdering his little tushy they're letting him do whatever he wants to And, and like i said i'd be the greatest of all time too if i was allowed to travel and i was allowed to charge people and i was allowed to throw elbows or i was allowed to break any number of rules that are in the game these are rules you want to talk about coming back and protesting a game this is the game that you should be protesting, not someone making a bad call um, because they couldn't make a dunk. Don't don't make a bad call that way. Here's the bad no call. If I was a Utah Jazz fan and at that game, I would be furious, like just as mad as the defender who was sitting there staring at LeBron James as he's holding the basketball like a pizza. Right. And then you see a defender just very slowly turn his head to the referee and just give him the death stare, just like, oh, we're not doing this? Oh, okay then. Like, Eloy had that look on his face where he was just like, oh, we're not going to, you're not going to do anything about this? Oh, okay then. All right, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, I get it. There's a lot of times where fans are are mad because there's no call, and it's the whole let them play type of thing. Oh, it's just a game. Let them play. Let them play the thing. But if you're going to tell me you're the greatest of all time, you don't need to cut corners. You don't need to travel. You don't need to play a lazy game. If you're the greatest of all time, you should be the guy who's on point with everything. You should be able to to play this game with your eyes closed and not have a single foul. If you're the greatest of all time, right? Like if you're the like also if you're the greatest of all time, you should be the best in the NBA. Like it should be undisputed. But you can make the argument that there are players around him that are better, like yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo, like Kawhi Leonard. Like, they have legit arguments why they are better than LeBron James in 2019, why they are the best player in the NBA. But you're not going to hear about them because they're not as boisterous as the king. They're not as boisterous as King Goat. They're very quiet. Exactly. Why Leonard's because they're team players, Rock. They're team players. When you. When you are a team player, they talk about the team. They talk about your city. They talk about your mascot. They don't talk about you. If you want to be the greatest of all time, blend in. Be part of a team. Let somebody else shine for a little bit. That's the type of player that everybody wants to be and everybody knows about. That's the problem. When I was growing up, there were always different NBA players on the Wheaties boxes. 
Always. It was always cycling through. Now you can't mention the three-letter NBA without some joker talking about, oh, yeah, LeBron James, the greatest of all time. It's ridiculous. Right. You can't talk about anybody else. It's the same right. boring like, conversation like, like for the last question. 15 years. Yeah, like I'll have you answer this question. Anybody who's on the chat, you can answer this as well. Every single year, there is that poll about who, if you had to start a team, who would be the one player that you would have on your roster? And it seems like every single year, these analysts, these insiders, all of these people like to say LeBron. Now, I will point this out. When it was in the 2000s, when I started growing up watching sports, to me, it was Dirk Nowitzki because mm-hmm. he was the perfect definition of a team guy. It wasn't about him. It was about what could he do for the Dallas Mavericks. And I had a huge amount of respect for Dirk when I was younger. So yeah. when I was younger, it was Dirk. If you had to ask me now who I would pick to start my team, the last two years, I've kept it the same guy. Kawhi Leonard is the perfect player to have on your team. I mean, so would that be a fair statement? To me, it was Dirk in the two, in the mid to late 2000s. Even in this decade, I would start with Dirk. Yeah. But now Kawhi Leonard, the last couple of years, is the perfect player to start your team with and to build around. No, you're absolutely right. And when they keep saying LeBron James and they keep saying the king and they keep saying the goat, it's lazy journalism. I would much rather talk about the greatest of all time that I know than the actual greatest who is actually playing the game correctly. Right, right. Like, it's just one of those examples where all these people are blinded by the name and they don't really focus on the team. They focus on the me guys. They focus on the superstars instead of the team. If I'm building a team, I'm going with Kawhi Leonard, and there is no other question about who it should be. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we will be back after this. So, you want to be in show business. Las Vegas' number one all-public radio. Magic, magic. 97.9. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. 
The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The sports angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff on The Next Seems Like Old Times. It's our annual Christmas comedy show. Oh, we've got tons of novelty holiday records that are silly, crazy, wacky, and a little bit off-kilter too. So drop by and have a laugh or two as we listen to the Christmas memories on The Next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Welcome back to the final segment of the Sports Angle, live here every morning on KIOF 97.9, Las Vegas Public Radio. And now, your host of the Sports Angle, the man with the plan, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rucko Kelly. The baseball offseason is officially here. It's in full effect. You've had multiple free agent signings. We've had a couple of trades go down. Trades. That is a key, key component for what is coming up. Because think about it. Who is these players in in the MLB that are going to get traded this offseason? I'm not saying if. I'm saying they are going to get traded. And you have to look at a situation. Let's talk about Boston. The Boston Red Sox. They won the World Series a year and a half ago. All right, a little over a year ago, just to be, you know, precise. Now, the Boston Red Sox did not make the playoffs this this uh, past year. So, if you are the Boston Red Sox and you have two valuable players 
What do you decide to do? Because you got J.D. Martinez and you got Mookie Betts, who are both very talented, but you can only keep one. With the roster, with the payroll, with everything that the Boston Red Sox have to have in order to stay in the limitations that the MLB has in place. Who do you keep and who do you get rid of? Well, every sign in Boston has leaned towards J.D. Martinez as being their guy, the guy that they trust. So if we're going to count on that situation of J.D. Martinez, then will the former AL MVP get traded in Mookie Betts? I say absolutely. If he's the odd man out, you don't pay him $28.5 million. You trade him to a team that would be able to give you a player that would even out the salary and a couple of prospects in return. But who can that team be? Who would be a good roster that has enough has enough prospects to get you a valuable return and a salary that is almost equal or would be at least half that you could retain if you're Boston. Well, immediately, four teams come to mind. Now, I'm not going to go through every single one of them. I mean, I can just talk about the Chicago White Sox and how they have such a good farm system. And since it would be a great bit of irony, Chris Sale going from Chicago to Boston, they go and get Mookie Betts from Boston and put him in Chicago. However... I digress. There is a team out there in the South that got humiliated in the playoffs, have one of the best farm systems, and has a very valuable outfielder who is making about eight and a half million a year. And that is the Atlanta Braves. So the Atlanta Braves... Why would they need Mookie Betts? The reason is because, very short and simple, the Atlanta Braves got humiliated by the St. Louis Cardinals. All right, they gave up 10 runs in the first inning. So you have to understand that situation. The Atlanta Braves are a good team. They made the playoffs the last two years. And more importantly, with Atlanta... They need to make progress to stay in the playoffs and be a championship team. So, in that situation, what would the Braves give up to get one year of Mookie Betts? Well, for starters, center fielder uh, Ender Encarte. He is a veteran outfielder, and he would be the guy that they would have him replace in terms of the starting lineup. I mean, I know they got Matt Joyce. I understand they have Austin Riley. They have some outfielders in use. But who would you put? All those guys or or a former MVP in Mookie Betts? I think you know the answer to that. So you give up in in Carte. And then you got four prospects that you can give up in return. 
Their number two prospect outfielder, Drew Waiters. Let me face it, if he's a talented outfielder like they say he is, he's a top 25 prospect in MLB, why would you need him at this point? You got Ronald Acuna Jr. You got Austin Riley. And then you're going to have Mookie Betts. You really don't need a young out. You don't need any more young outfielders at, at this point if you're the Atlanta Braves. Number three prospect, Ian Anderson. One of their top pitching prospects. But what do the Boston Red Sox need? Starting pitching. They also need a catcher. And very conveniently, the Braves have in their farm system catcher William Contreras. If anybody recognizes that name, he is the younger brother of Wilson Contreras, the all-star catcher from the Chicago Cubs. And then you would get one of the lower prospects on the lower end, one of the other pitching prospects that you would give up to Boston. Because really, what does Boston need? Boston needs an outfielder that would replace Mookie Betts. That would be Drew Waiters. A player that would get, <coughs> that would get their salary uh, in Carte. Two pitching prospects because pitching is a huge need for Boston. And a catcher since they sent Sandy Leon to Cleveland. I mean, is what I'm saying, Sonar, making a lot of sense? Well, it is. It's one of those things that you have to play the cap, too. It's it's one of those extra parts of the game that is a rule to kind of confine everybody and and make it a bit more fair. Because otherwise, it, you just you end up paying so much money out there, and, and and you completely bypass the fines. And I think that's the issue, too, is they have to come around and except that maybe the fines aren't the best way to be uh, producing this because it still seems that everybody is going over that cap and just paying the fines anyway. Right, they're paying the luxury tax, Mm -hmm. yeah. The biggest problem with Boston is that they have way too many players that they have put in contracts, like way too expensive because of their playoff run, because of their World Series run. Like David's like David Price, Chris Sale, Mookie Betts, JD Martinez, Jackie Bradley Jr. There's a lot of talent that is getting paid a lot of money. So the biggest problem is with all this money that they have spent, they have to unload it. They have to get rid of it. And Mookie Betts would have the best return out of all those players. Whether you like it or not, it's the truth. Because he's a former MVP. And he is twenty seven years old. So he is in his prime. So with him being in his prime, he would be the best return Boston would get. And with the Atlanta Braves, you get four prospects and you get a veteran outfielder who is like eight and a half million terms of salary. So you're saving yourself 20 million with this deal. I believe both sides win this trade because Atlanta gets one year, and they get a solidified outfielder in Mookie Betts. The Boston Red Sox solidify their two needs, which is a catcher, a catching prospect, and William Contreras, and then two young pitchers to help out their need with their pitching. 
So it's a win-win. I mean, there are the Mets, there's the White Sox, there's the Indians. Yeah, those are fine, but I don't think the Boston Red Sox would take their deals because of Las Vegas, number one, all public radio. Magic, magic, 97.9. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The sports angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Great tailoring and alterations are hard to find these days. Far Ample, a new tailoring and alterations shop in Henderson, Nevada can help you with all your needs. Their website is www.far-ample.com. You may contact Shirley at 702-867-1088 for more information. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile, a call or click away, keeps you in play, night and day. Are you with us? Arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.